Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, they'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. There's a word in my spirit that I entitled The Error of Cain. And it's taken from the book of Genesis chapter 4. It's about Cain and Abel. The book of Genesis chapter 4 from verse 1 to 7. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic Version. And Adam knew Eve as his wife, and she became pregnant and bore Cain. And she said, I have gotten and gained a man with the help of the Lord. And next she gave birth to his brother Abel. Now Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in the course of time, another translation the King James says, and in the process of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. Verse 4, and Abel brought the firstborn of his flock and of his fat portions. And the Lord had respect and regard for Abel and for his offering. But for Cain and his offering, God had no respect or regard. So Cain was exceedingly angry and indignant, and he looked sad and depressed. And the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Be careful when God asks you a question. It's not because God doesn't know the answer. And the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why do you look sad and depressed and dejected? Verse 7. If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin crouches at your door and its desire is for you but you must master it you see this is just right after the fall the bible's records in the book of genesis chapter one and chapter two and then chapter three was the fall of man as we have it eve was deceived by the by the serpent the bible records in the new testament that Adam was not deceived, but because of his love for Eve, he also fell. Now, that fall of man led to man, that is Adam, being sent out of the Garden of Eden. So, Adam and his wife Eve, who Adam called Eve because she was the mother of all living things. Eve means life spring. And we pick it up in chapter 4, verse 1, where she's pregnant and she gives birth to a son. The first son is Cain. She later gives birth to the second son, Abel. The Bible doesn't tell us the time interval between the time she gave birth to Cain and the time she gave birth to Abel, okay? It could have been years. It could have been a hundred years. You know, in that time, the depreciation of the body of man because of sin had not really been fully set in. So you had people that were living for over 900 years like Methuselah. So now we have people living only about 110 years, 100 years. If somebody lives 110 years, you're like, oh, that's a blessing. 
blessed man, that's a blessed woman. But remember, back in those days, they could live 300 years, 400 years. There were some people that didn't have kids until they were 300 years old. You, you, you see, so some people have kids when they were 65, as recorded in scripture at that time. So the emphasis, why I'm raising that point is because the Bible doesn't record the time interval between when Eve gave birth to Cain and when she gave birth to Abel. But what we do know from this scripture is that eventually, at some point in verse 3, they went through a process. Time had passed and they decided to give an offering to God. Okay? So we're picking it up at a time where the Bible says in verse 3, and that is one of our core scriptures for today, that in the process of time, Cain brought an offering to the Lord. So that word process, it's a, it's a Hebrew word that is Q-E-T-S, like quits. It actually means the completion of a learning process. The completion of a learning process. Because I've always asked myself, and I've asked God, um, why did you reject the offering of Cain? Why did you accept the offering of Abel? Now, just looking at it on the surface, and most of the theologians are 100% correct in saying that Cain did not bring an offering worthy of the Lord. That is true. But, but I was wondering, why would God reject Cain if Cain didn't know what to bring? Because you see, for a season, I was wondering, maybe Cain didn't know what to bring. But you see, that Hebrew word quits, Q-U-T-S, suggests that there was a process of learning, a process of training that Cain and Abel went through. If you read the original writings, you will see that the boys became men. That's some of the writings suggest that Cain and Abel became men and decided to bring an offering to the Lord. So how did they learn what to bring to the Lord? I believe in my heart and in my spirit that they learned it through their father, Adam. Adam knew some, had some understanding of the workings of God. Remember, in the cool of the evening, the Lord will always come to speak to Adam when he was still in the east side of the Garden of Eden. So there were some learnings that he had, but he had fallen. So he no longer had revelation, but he still had knowledge. Because the fall of man was the fall from revelation to information. So he still had information, but he didn't have revelation. But there were things that Adam knew that he passed on to his sons. So he taught his sons how to commune with the spirit, which is what God is, because God is a spirit. So the requirement of that time is if you're building an altar to the Lord, that is a certain kind of sacrifice you bring to the Lord. And here comes the problem for Cain. Cain did not obey the requirements. You see, God would pardon you if you don't know. But if you do know and refuse to do what you know is right, the Bible says to that person, it is sin. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 4 verse 17, So if any person knows what is right to do, but does not do it, to him it is sin. So you see, Cain had no excuse. Cain knew exactly the requirement for offering to God, for placing an offering before God. There were certain requirements. And we're just going to go through two of them. You see, the Bible records in the book of Genesis chapter 3, just the preceding verse, that God has just declared a, a, a curse to the ground regarding Adam and Eve's sin. 
God said that the ground is cursed because of them, that the ground will no longer yield their produce to Adam and his offspring, but will bring forth thorns and thistles, but that through the labor, true labor, that's when the ground will yield. So they were now in a situation where they had to work hard for what they were going to get. So you see, there was now a tendency for people to begin to look at their own labor as being what provides for them and not God. You see, Cain fell into that mistake. Cain brought of his work. Cain brought out of what he had done. Now, that would have been okay if not that the requirement was that you don't depend on your strength. You come with an offering. The other requirement was, it's later recorded in the Levitical writing and, and the writing of Moses, that without the shedding of the blood, there's no remission of sins. That means if you're going to come to God, you have to come with an offering that has blood in it. How do we know this? In the book of Genesis, the preceding chapter, the Bible says that after God had rebuked Adam and cursed the ground, he then went ahead to make a covering for them from the skin of animals. God actually killed the animal he created to provide a covering for Adam and Eve. Because if you read that scripture, you will realize that Adam and Eve were covering themselves with the leaves of the ground, with the leaves of the trees. So God now showed them that this is how I produce a covering for you guys. I am going to kill an animal and take the skin of that animal and place over you so that that shedding of that blood will, pro will provide a temporary covering. Now, it was a type of Christ. It was a type of atonement because we know that these things are types and shadows of the one who is to come, who is Jesus. So, God provided them with a covering. Cain was supposed to come with an offering that was supposed to represent that covering. But Cain brought out of his labors. Cain came, if I could put it this way, with a heart of pride. You see, when we come to God, God is not really looking at our hands. He's looking at our hearts. Now, when we talk about, you know, sowing and giving into the kingdom, it's wonderful. But, but let, me, let me be honest with you. God is a spirit. God doesn't spend money. On this side of eternity, yes, we need money for the ministry. That's true. But you see, in the realm of the spirit, money doesn't mean anything. It's the connection it has to your heart. That's why it has value. It's where you place it in your heart. You see, God looks at your heart, not really the what you have in your hands. What you have in your hands is important. But if you're going to offer something to God, come with a heart. For who shall ascend the heel of the Lord? He who has clean, clean hands and a pure heart. That is a requirement for coming before God. Then I leave you with two scriptures. One of them is a key scripture in my heart and in my life. Isaiah chapter 66 verse 1 to 2. First says the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house would you build for me? What kind can, my, can be my resting place? For all these things my hands has made, God is saying. So all these things have come to be by me and for me, says the Lord. But this is the man to whom I will look and have regard. He who is humble. He who is of a broken and wounded spirit, 
who trembles at my word and reverses my commands. The next scripture is, is Psalm 51 verse 17. The sacrifices of the Lord, the offerings of the Lord are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart, O oh God, that will not despise. So maybe you're listening to us today and you're beginning to depend on the works of your hand. Hear the caution of the Spirit. Come with a humble heart. Maybe you're even a preacher. Maybe you're a leader of a ministry. And God is beginning to prosper your ministry. And maybe you're beginning to make the mistake to think it's because of the work of your hands. Please, please do not make that error. Remember, it's a broken heart that he desires. In the writings of Prophet Jeremiah, the Spirit of the Lord said through him, I would give you a heart of flesh and take away your heart of stone. That's what God is looking for. God is looking for hearts that are tender towards him. So let us not make the error that Cain made and come with our hearts filled with, with pride. Let's come with a humble heart. And what is the most humble thing to do than to acknowledge that Lord is our maker, that we are nothing without him. So if you're listening to us today and you have not made that decision to accept him in your heart, this is an opportunity for you. Let go of whatever pride you have in your heart and just accept the sacrifice that he's already shared on the cross for you and just welcome into your heart. I've come to encourage you today and as I'm sharing this with you, I'm preaching to myself because every preacher first preaches to himself too. Let us not make the error of Cain. Let us come with a humble heart, glorifying him and honoring him for what he is doing and you will see great and mighty things he will yet do. Thank you so much for listening to us today. We love you. God bless you. God has great things for you this year and for your ministry, for your family. We're excited with what God is doing. Remember, it's a broken and a contrite heart. He will not despise. God bless you. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.